Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How are you doing, guys? This one is episode number 14 of... The Digger Dads Pure Shy Podcast. You've got Ryan and you've got Shane over there. All right, Shane. How are you getting on, lad? You know, too bad. Are you better now? I'm just at the end of it, I think. Just at the end of it. It's still kind of lingering there, especially when I wake up in the mornings or going to bed in the evening time. I still have that linger of... And I start coughing. and But it's nearly gone. I've been taking antibiotics. I'm taking this cough bottle that... Uh, the doctor prescribed, it's one you can't get over the counter. And I, I find it makes you cough even more. Maybe that's what it's what's working. It's getting rid of all this shit, but I, I'm nearly there, lad. Yeah, class. So, we get into the podcast, Ian. Yeah? Well, what are we going to talk about today? I thought we'd talk about the day in the night. All right, have you done your research on that? Yeah, I was on the Google last night. Not watching the porns, like. I was doing, like, Googling research for dates. Because on the last episode, like, people were messaging saying... You're funny bastards. I nearly crashed the loader from laughing at your fetish stories. But they weren't stories. They were just talking about all the crazy people that's out there. Anyway, have we got any shout-outs? Uh, we have one question this week, and it's from uh, Dermot Hill. We gave Dermot a shout-out before. He is from Hilltech Hydraulics, and he fixes all your hoses and stuff that you lads break on the machines. Now, Dermot has asked me, would I like for my young fella to follow in my footsteps or find his own way? I um I take it you mean with driving machines for a living. And if I had the choice in him doing that or not, I would um try and push for him not to do that. Now, the reason I say that, not that I don't like my job or I think uh, driving machines is a shit job. I just think with his little brain and the way he functions, he'd be better off in something that's a lot more obscure and that just... Because he's really into the the mechanics of things like how things work. You'll see him there with his toys and he's trying to work it upside down or he tries to turn it inside out and see if it'll work that way, you know. He's got a very strange head in him and I think he's got too much of a head now just to be sitting in a machine pulling levers. Not that it doesn't take skill or there isn't a certain amount of people 
that can really do it well, but I just think he's on his way for different things, eh? Yeah, I, I do see him there, like, when I come round and have dinner and that, like, when your wife cooks dinner and that. I do see him there, and he's gas-led, like, you know, he, like, pick up his bus, and he'll try and see if it'll work with the wheels in the air. It, it doesn't work, like, but I reckon give him enough time, and he'll figure out how to fly buses. I, I reckon. You reckon? I reckon. Okay. <laughs> so you want to talk about dating on this one? Yeah, let's talk about the dating and stuff, because... I do have lads that message me like and saying, here lad, I'm like 18 and there's this girl from the town. She's class. She's pure savage. And like, I like her now, but like, I think we're friends. And how do I tell her that I like her more as a friend and maybe we might do the ride in that? This is the messages I get from lads. And I just want to kind of break it down that you need to go to like the dating side of things first. And there's different types of dating as well. Right, you're handing me that piece of paper, so I take it you want me to do it like we did with the fetish one. Yeah, you read them out, and then I'll describe them, and then we'll go into a little bit more detail. All right, um, 12 types of dating and how they work. So the first one, you've got casual dating. Hey, that's when, like, you just like, date every now and again, is it? Uh, casual dating is a type of dating that is focused on having fun and enjoying someone's company, like the ride. It typically takes a relaxed approach to dating without any serious commitment or expectations of a long-term relationship. Like the ride, lad. It's, you, you, I suppose you could. Like if you're casually dating someone, you could be tipping every now and again. Yeah, I suppose. But that's not what it's um, centred off, right? So, number two is long-term dating. And that's when you're like dating for a long time, but you, you still haven't really decided what the fuck you want. I'm, I'm not sure. Hang on. Long-term dating is a type of dating that is focused on building a strong and lasting relationship with someone. So you are in a relationship, but you just haven't decided whether you're getting married yet or not, I suppose. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's a big deal, because that's you handing over the reins to her, like, telling her here, you're the boss now. You're the fucking boss. Okay, the next one. <laughs> the next one is friends with benefits. Oh, that's when you're, like, just riding. That's he. Like, you'll, you'll text her of an evening time and say, here, Match of the day is on, but it's only like Fulham against Everton. It's a shite game. Do you want to come around? Have a jostle. And my order pizza even. Let's see. And then she'll call around and you'll, you'll just like have have the sex in that. And then she goes about her life and so do you. And there's no, there's no real pressure to like stay together or like not tip other people as well. <laughs> I actually think that's what it is, lad. Friends with benefits is a dynamic where you are regularly or occasionally engaged in sexual activity. Like riding. Yes, lad. With someone you consider a friend without any expectation or goal. That's exactly what I said, so you can move on to the next one. Right, number four. A situationship. Is that like dating in like Northern Ireland? Situation? What? Do you, know, do you ever hear them up in Northern Ireland saying situation? Situation? It's funny, like. I, I don't think it's got anything to do with Northern Ireland. A situationship is a casual relationship that is in its early stages and hasn't been defined yet. You and your partner may not have had the what are we discussion. Uh, we are humans. Lad. Or talked about a future together. The relationship may not necessarily be exclusive. So what does that mean then? I suppose you both kind of fancy each other but you don't, um, you don't really push it past that, in a sense. I, I'm not really sure. I think that's what it is, anyway. 
A situationship can be a difficult place to be because you're not sure what exactly the relationship is or where it's headed. There you go. So it's probably both fancy each other. Maybe you fancy someone more than she'd fancy you or whatever. And then you're afraid to kind of push to see where it's going. And it just kind of stays in that little early, early stages without the the casual riding. Like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a shite one. That's a shite one. Move on to the good one. Number five is online dating. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the norm now, isn't it? Everyone is doing like the Tinder flicking and then like fishing for plenty. Plenty of fish, yeah. Tinder, plenty of fish. Um, Jeez, I don't know. I think there's like a bumble. And then there's one for like just gay people as well. That one is like angle grinder. Just, <laughs> just grinder, I think it's called. Yeah, okay. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> I need a second. <laughs> Are you alright now? Yeah. God, Jesus Christ. Don't be shouting out stuff like that. Sorry about that. Do you want to keep reading that one? Uh, Online dating has become popular with the advent of dating websites and apps. It is estimated that over 200 million people worldwide use these apps. Online dating or dating... The dating apps involve creating a profile for yourself that shares your pictures, personal information and interests. I like OnlyFans. No, it's not like OnlyFans. It allows you to browse other people's profiles, reach out to people you are interested in connecting with. Yeah, like OnlyFans. It's not like OnlyFans. So what's OnlyFans, then? OnlyFans is when ones and fellas will um, set up, a, 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 I think it's like a subscription thing where you pay every month. Oh, like Netflix. It's similar to that, but it's not Netflix-led. And they, they'll um, send you photos and videos of tractors? No. They're like, Send your photos and videos of like their their titties and that. What? I'm telling you, like they do be riding as well. Goey, I'm fucking telling you, lad. So you're saying like you, you're saying there's like lads out there that like pay ones for videos like that. When now I've never watched them. I did watch one time, but there's like free ones on Google. But there's stupid fuckers. They like pay people for that stuff. Yeah. God dear silly. I we're getting fucking sidetracked here. I, I think it's more of a a personalised thing. Also like Bridget would write like Ryan on her DDs for like five dollars a month. I don't fucking really know that. Can we move on? Yeah, okay. Sorry about that, we were just discussing next week's um topics, that's all. Uh, the next one is um, speed dating. Oh, that's when you like you date her fast and get out of there. No, speed dating is a structured dating format that helps you meet multiple people at the same time in a short period of time. It is organized so that you get to spend a few minutes with each other in attendance, and you ask quick questions to find out if someone is compatible. So, like, you've got a few minutes. That's it. Like, there's like a group. It's like a big thing in a room where there's like maybe twenty or thirty people. And you've got a few minutes and you just jump from chair to chair. Have you ever done that? No. Number seven is blind dating. Oh, when she can't see you. No. Hey, you have to wear blindfolds. No, lad. It's like, um, you know, first dates on the telly. Oh, the one where they go to the restaurant. Yeah. Oh, that, that was a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, so essentially it's um, when a dating service or a friend or family sets you up and you've never met nor seen each other before. And the idea is to let you get to know each other without any kind of preconceptions or any expectations or 
without any knowledge of who they are, what they look like, or where they've fucking been. Okay, that that sounds like a good idea. Do you like that first aid thing? Ah, it's good, alright. It's good. Yeah, I like it too. Do you know what I like when they go in first and they're like the first person there and the barman says to them like, who are you expecting to walk through that door? What's she supposed to say? Not me father. And then like, he'll say, what's your ideal person? And she'll say, someone that, um, I, I'm, I really want someone that's like nice and genuine and treats me right. As opposed to someone that baits the shite out of you? Stop giving obvious answers, Khaled. Tell us some stuff. Do you want him to have huge shoulders? Do you want him to wear like a, a, a fancy shirt? Be specific. Don't be telling us stuff we already know. You're hardly going to go after a fucking lunatic. Settle down, will you? I just, I hate those questions. What, what are you expecting? Tall, dark and handsome. That's us fucking wiped off the earth. Nobody wants us. Uh, speak for yourself, you whore. Yeah, you're you're all right. Like you're you're married, and your wife is a very beautiful woman. Like, but like for me and that, people are all, all these women are all chasing tall, dark, and handsome, and he has to have a French accent. Who wants to listen to a fella that talks like a French fella? That's fucked up. Stop. Settle for someone that's shorter, paler, and lot less handsome, but. Talk, talk's crack like. Has good crack in there. Settle down, will you, for fuck's sake? Number eight is friend setup. Oh, that's when like someone sets you up with their friend in there. Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory, eh? Yeah, the only thing about that is, is like, if you don't last, then friendships kind of get fucked as well. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like to be set up with a, a, a friend or anything. No, because you're married, aren't you? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, hypothetically, I wouldn't I wouldn't have gone for that kind of situation. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense. But yeah, essentially it's just, uh, if you're going on a date, your friend has set you up for, it is important to trust their judgment and be willing to give the person a chance, but uh, a lot of the time, relationships don't work out, and uh, sometimes friendships can fall out too, because of that, so it's um, it, that's a tricky one now. Number nine is a long-distance relationship. Yeah, them ones, they would be hard, hey? Oh, they would for sure. That's like, um, say someone is out here in Australia and then like, you've got someone in like Ireland somewhere, like, or you know, Wexford. And you're trying to communicate all the time and trying to trying to hold a relationship, but you can't fucking see each other. Like, could you imagine that? that that's too much fucking stress. I don't get people that do that at all. Yeah, it wouldn't be fucking ideal now. Hey, no. A long-distance relationship is when you and your partner are not living in the same city. There you go. I've just explained that. I know. I'm just reading the fucking thing. You've done this research. Don't you want me to read it? Yeah, well, I've just explained what it was. Right, we go on to the next one, so. Number 10 is group dating. Is that like swingers? No, I don't think it's swingers, lad. Uh, Group dating is a casual dating event where a group of people get together with the intention of doing a fun activity. Like swinging? No. And possibly finding a romantic partner. This type of dating can be a great way to meet new people in a relaxed, low-pressure setting and may help you avoid some of the awkwardness and intensity of a one-on-one date. So it's like a, a few of the lads meeting up with a few of the girls. All right, kind of like the discourse in that. Yeah, I suppose you could say that. Number 11 is exclusive dating. God, what the fuck does that mean? Dating someone exclusively means you and your partner have mutually decided not to continue dating or sleeping with other people. 
isn't that just getting in a fucking relationship? Um, I, it, it seems like it, doesn't it? If you like each other, find you have shared values and think there may be compatibility for a potential relationship. But like, you're fucking in a relationship. I, I know, right, I'm moving on to the next one because you're getting so fucking agitated with this. Explain it, I don't understand. Right, essentially it's like you're dating, right? And you might be riding, you might not be riding, whatever the fuck's going on. But you have both agreed that you would not see other people so that you could focus entirely on each other. But that's like a fucking relationship. I know, I I fucking know. But then you sit down and you just chat about stuff and figure out whether you actually want to be in a relationship. But you're already fucking in, lad. Can we just move on to the next one? The next one is just fucked up and I'm just trying to understand now what's going on here and how the fuck you're going to react to this. Alright, go on, can't be as bad as that one. Ethical non-monogamy. Jesus Christ. Lad, you did the research for this. You wanted to talk about this stuff. So, let's talk about it. Ethical non-monogamy involves consensual relationships that are not monogamous. You're just throwing around fucking words now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There are many different types of non-monogamous relationships, including open relationships. So that's when you're like in a relationship and you or her decide that it's all right for you to go off and ride other people so long as she's come home for your dinners, like. <laughs> Essentially, that's what it is, yeah. And then you've got a, a poly relationship. What the fuck is a poly relationship? A poly relationship is when people have multiple intentional and intimate relationships at the same time, with the knowledge and consent of everyone else involved. That is fucked up, lad. Oh, fucking hell, leave us alone. I, I just get anxiety thinking about that stuff. Like, it's hard enough to sustain one. How the fuck can you do multiples? I don't know. I don't know. I've said it to the wife here before when we've talked about this stuff that comes up on these dating shows and I haven't time. I haven't time. My time is already fucking taken up with one person and everything else I've got going on. How in the Jesus could you be having two or three people on the go at the same time? Beat the fuck. And then there's one called, now get ready for this, Truffle. A truffle. That's what it is. That sounds like the truffles in there. No, it's a romantic relationship between three people. Oh, fuck that. That's balls. It is balls. Whatever the fuck that was. I tried saying balls and then I was trying to say bollocks as well. Sorry about that. But yeah, truffles. Truffles can go and fuck off. That's You're just setting yourself up to be fucking annoyed all the time. Could you imagine three people in the one house? 
in the same bed. Just Daddy, Dad said there's disaster waiting to happen now. To anyone out there now that's doing the dating, and especially online dating, you need to be very careful. Very, very safe with what you're doing. Yeah, use condoms, lads. No, that's not... Yeah, you can, but that's not what I'm getting at. Be very mindful of what you're sharing with people, you know. And when you're using your phone and that, if you're using the dating apps and you're clicking in and out of them, make sure you've got your location switched off. Because a lot of these apps can track exactly where you are. And all it takes is for a fucking weirdo to be half decent with a phone or a computer to pinpoint exactly where you are and show up at your fucking door. It can happen. Yeah, there'll be some stalkers out there. There is fucking stalkers out there. There's stalkers, there's paedophiles, there's lunatics, there's murderers, there's all sorts. So it's very, very important to be very careful when you're doing the date and stuff. Share only what you want people to know. And then as you kind of get to know someone and figure out that they're not a fucking lunatic, you hope, then you can start adding more stuff to it. But Jesus, not off the bat. Don't tell people straight away where you're from, who you are, your name. Don't give them anything. And lads, don't be sending pictures of the dick straight away. Jesus Christ, cop onto yourselves. What are you at? Yeah, I heard that lads do that all the time. It's a it's a trending thing, I think, yeah. You see it on TikTok and stuff and Facebook articles that people are... Uh, there's some Facebook groups there where um, people will say, lads, just fucking open up a message with a picture of their dick like. And what am I to turn around and say? Oh my God, that is beautiful penis. Come round. I live at 44 Turles Pass Street. You know, what are you supposed to do with that, lads? Cop on to yourself. Ask her how she is first. Fuck's sake, like. This is a part of the podcast where I ask Ryan his five quickfire questions and he needs to give me five quickfire answers. Are you ready? Yep. Right, straight into it. Who is your favourite actor? Uh, Joe Biden. What movie do you love? War of the Buttons. What would you do with a million dollars? I'd buy a car. What TV show would you love to feature in? Uh, the Price is Right. What is your most useless talent? I can do, like, impressions and that. Can you do impressions? I can. Come on, do an impression of something there. That's, um, Donald Duck, is it? Yeah, that's Donald Duck, yeah. Can you do other stuff, yeah? I can, yeah. Go on, then. Say, Chris. That's your man, the pervert fella from Family Guy. Yes, it is. Jesus Christ, lad. Bit of a shy talent, but there you go. Not so bad, lad. This is a part of the podcast where I read out something from my copy. Now, this one is actually related to the stuff we talked about. What, the dating? Yeah, yeah, this has got... Because I went on a date one time and this has got some stuff in it. All right, go ahead. Uh, Dear copy, number 278. Well, lad, I have a hot date this evening. She's from like Tullamore, so I'm banking on the hot part being me. But come here, I was chatting my ma about the nerves and that. And she told me, Ryan, it's always good to be prepared for these dates. So I got out my good hoodie and I bought a box of 12 Johnnies. Just to be sure I was ready for what was coming. The man in the chemist was shocked when I asked him if he had any in my size. And he told me to get the fuck out before he called the guards. The fella in the shop though, he was a lot more forthcoming. And he said, and I quote, yeah, lad, Jesus Christ, they should all pull over that thing. Put it away, will you? I don't usually ride on the first date, like, but just in case she puts on the pressure after we have our McFlurries. Anyway, 
I'll catch later on. Jackhammer, out. You did not take your lad out in the shop. And the chemist. But your man in the chemist, he freaked out. He was like shouting, Get out, get out! I can't look out! Like, on the boxes in that, they don't like really have size guides in there. And I couldn't find the measuring tape, so I had to ask somebody that was working there. You know, condoms are quite durable, like. The lads reckon that they don't fit them, like, but you could pull a condom over a fucking, over your arm, if you really wanted to. God, that's some fucking dangerous stuff you're into. No, I'm not. Oh, fuck off. No, but I, like, I bought condoms one time from the pound shop, and they don't fit. They don't fit. They, it, it's, it's like cutting off circulation. Nah. Sorry, Shane's man. Yeah, you don't buy fucking condoms from the pound shop, lad. I hadn't got lots of money, and I was with the one. I know, I understand, I'm just saying, you can't compare regular condoms to the ones you've bought in the fucking pound shop. The the good Jurex and all those fucking good brands, they'll fit over anyone, whether you're a bigger fella or a smaller fella. The smaller fella might have to put on a few times, but it'll fit over you. Don't worry. <laughs> so do you think like, um, just between me and you now, let's not record this, do you think, like, Mickey's eyes is important? I don't know. Yeah, but, like, some women say it is, and then someone say it's not. It's just, I suppose it's just personal preference for them. Yeah, they say, like, it's um, motion in the ocean or something. Yeah, I, I don't know, lad. I don't know, right? That's not recording, is it? No, no, it's not. So, the way I look at it is, if, if you're able to, to make her finish her journey as well, who gives a fuck how long it is, or how wide it is, or what kind of a bend it has? Who cares? So long as you can fucking do the job. And if you're not doing the job, it mightn't be down to the size of your lad. You could have the biggest yoke in the world, but you could be brain dead. Hey, because a lot of it is, um, a lot of it is not just um, fucking driving the hips. Like it's knowing what you're at and knowing how she's responding, all that kind of stuff. Oh, so you have to kind of go off of her feedback and that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, like, it doesn't matter, like, if you're just, like... No, look, God, no. Okay. That's all right. That's just information I wasn't sure, because some lads are quite self-conscious, I'd say, about the size of their lads and that, and they're probably worried that they're not good enough. But, like, it, it's just personal preference. People are, are different. Women prefer different things. Some women don't even like... Uh, wouldn't even look at a bigger one. Some people prefer a smaller fella. I don't know, lads. This has gone weird. Can we just finish off the, the podcast? Will you press record so we can stop talking about this stuff? All right, quickly, let's go. One, two, three, go. We're going through this phase now, the young flu. And anyone out there that's got a, got kids, and especially kids with autism that could um, reach out and give me some kind of uh, info on how they've managed. But he's um he's three and a half nearly now, and he's wanting to use the toilet. He'll call out and say he needs to go to the toilet, I need to go to the toilet. But nine times out of ten, he won't use it. He won't do it. And he'll sit on it, he'll happily sit there, but I think he's afraid even, or worried, or not comfortable using the toilet. And it's only when like you put the nappy back on him, or you put his pants back on or whatever, where he'll then go to the toilet. And it's the most frightening part for me. From the very minute I saw him, I thought to myself, God... I love you, child, but Jesus, I have to try and teach you how to use the fucking toilet. And I don't know how. I don't know what to do. It's tough. So, um, 
I <laughs> I was chatting to my ma on a video chat one, one evening and I said to her, here, look, this fellow's needing to start learning how to use the tile. What do I do? And she said, he'll do it in his own time. <laughs> he better hurry up and do it. But um, yeah, I'm just, I think I'm overstressing about it or overthinking it or something, but fuck, it's the most worrying and frustrating part for me. I can do everything else and I've done everything else. It's been tough. There's been times where I've wanted to pull my hair out, but it's been fine. But this, trying to get him to go to the toilet stuff is just fucking so difficult. And he wants to use it in the most inconvenient fucking times. Like, you're just about to head out the door to go to school and he's like, see on potty? It's like, glad. And you can't stop him. You can't say, no, just, just go on your nappy. You're trying to encourage him to use the fucking thing. So you have to stop what you're doing be late or whatever the fuck's going on and just get him to sit on the, on the fucking thing and he could sit there for 10 minutes and you're like, do you need to go to the toilet? Yeah. Go then. Yeah. And nothing happens. Nothing fucking happens. People help me. What if you like bribe him and say, here, I'll give you two euros. Euros is no good out here, lad. Uh, two dollars. He doesn't understand the money. Uh, a fiver. He doesn't understand the fucking money. I'd say you give him like chocolate or toast or something we've bribed him with all the stuff he knows all the stuff he likes there's times where he'll go himself you know he will go himself the other morning he woke up I was in the room and I could hear him calling me daddy daddy and I went in and he said um, get up now I said yeah and then just as I was about to dress him he said do we wees I said do you need to use the potty and he said yeah I said right let's see what we can do downstairs we went and sure as fuck he went and I was jumping around the place because you have to make a big deal of it. Like, you have to go mental. You have to, Jesus Christ! And go out and knock on the neighbour's door and print off flyers and put them through all the letterboxes around the area just to let everyone know and make a big deal out of it for him so that he knows that the next time he does it, he's going to get the same praise and the same praise and the same praise. And then when he's like seven or eight or 15 and he goes for a piss, it's like, yeah, lad, you figured it out. Get over yourself. But in the moment where he's starting to learn how to do it, you have to lose your mind with showing him and uh, telling him that he's fantastic, you're wonderful, Jesus Christ, lad, fair fucking play to you. But it's just, it's so fucking nerve-wracking for me. I hate it. I fucking hate it. He'll get there, lad. He'll get there. I, I believe that. Anyway, we should start slowly wrapping up this podcast because you have to make some soup, don't you? Yeah, I'm going to make some soup today. What kind of soup are you making? Uh, why are you standing so far away from the fucking microphone? I don't know, I just want to know if people can still hear me from this far away. The last pot of soup I made was uh, potato, leek, celery, onions, carrots. That was nice. I had some of that. It was lovely. Lovely. Lovely on a cold day now, hey. And today it's similar, but we're adding pumpkin. All right, like Halloween. And my wife, she was just like, oh, the next time you're making that soup, can you put some pumpkin into it? And I said, ah, sure. Why not, like, just another vegetable to have, isn't it? Does the young fella like that? Oh, fucking wouldn't even entertain it. He wouldn't even fucking entertain it. Guy doesn't know what's good for him, eh? So, we're coming to the end of the podcast. Is there anything you want to add? Yeah, they're awfully hurlers. They lost yesterday. Yeah, they did, yeah. Against Cork? Yeah, they did, yeah. Uh, the referee should have sent off that fucking Cork fella. Oh, he fucking should have, surely. Uh, there was a couple of things now he was doing that was definitely favouring the Red Lads, but anyway, we won't get into that. Let's talk about our mental health stuff. Uh, yeah, okay. So, lads... Summer in Ireland, two weeks of the year, it's happening now. Everyone's out, enjoying themselves, having barbecues, lying on the grass, sunning themselves, 16 degrees. Hot as fuck, lad. But you need to remember, 
There's people out there that are still sad, even in these good times that you're feeling. So if you remember someone that was feeling a bit low, a bit down, a bit, mm, I'm not feeling great, check in with them. Make sure they're all right. Invite them round for a beer. Go round to theirs for a beer. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of coffee. Just sitting in someone's company might just be enough to have someone feel a little bit better too. So check in with your friends. Check in with your family. Look after each other. And that's it. Be nice. It's nice to be nice, hey. It's nice to be nice. Lads, thanks very much for listening to the podcast. We're going to wrap it up now. And we will see you on the next one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.